0: Hello and welcome to the Revolut Insider Podcast, where we explore Revolut's rocket ship from the inside out one episode at a time. I'm your host, Alex Kirill, and joining us today, we have Tara Masudi, Partner and General Manager for Premium Products based out here in London. Hi, Tara. Hey, Alex. How's it going? Great. How are you? Excellent. (laughs) Thanks for being with us today. Uh, My pleasure. Taking your time away from uh, your very important creation of Premium Products.
1: Yep, absolutely. What does that mean? Ah, what does it mean to create premium products? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, within within Revolut, you have different verticals of products. Uh, you have people kind of running those, those verticals uh, with big teams supporting across the board. Every day it's uh, finding a new problem or an opportunity, uh, solving it and implementing it, watching it kind of grow and thrive, hopefully. <laughs> Nate.
0: And you've been with Revolut for quite a long time, actually. Yep. Four years. Wow. <laughs> How have you seen it change since you first started? Uh, it's it's a, it's an interesting
1: one. Uh, when I joined, it was a very different environment. I mean, fundamentally, the, the core of it was very much the same. Uh, you had a bunch of eager people, uh, smart people trying to solve all the problems that they could possibly find. And that is very much still alive and well. There's a strong get it done mentality still very much uh, at the heart of what we do. But, uh, you know, it was uh, it was a smaller organization. There was less formal structure, I would mm. say, when I first joined, and and that has definitely evolved over the years of as we've grown, and uh, you know our product suite has increased, our uh, geographic footprint has increased, uh, and and the size of the company has has also increased. Um, so it's it's cool to kind of see how that's evolved over the last four years.
0: And I know that sometimes we refer to ourselves as like a startup still, but we're not a startup. But do you think that mentality is still alive?
1: Uh, I think very much it is, yes. Um, we, I guess, based on scale and, uh, and growth, maybe we, we wouldn't be officially classed as a startup. But uh, I think the, the startup mindset is definitely still there from, uh, from everyone in you know senior leadership all the way down uh, from what I see every day. Definitely it's there the way that we structure the company with these product departments that operate as their own entities. So almost each product department is a mini startup within Revolut. Oh, cool, yeah. um, So for me, yes, absolutely, it's still there.
0: And imagine as a product owner creating something from scratch, you really feel that startup mentality yourself.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you've got products that will be zero to one. Uh, you have products that will be, you know, one to 10. And, and then you've got the products that will be uh, 10 to 100. And, wow. and it just depends on, you know, which product you're working on, at what stage it is. And very much uh, within that, you have the autonomy to, to kind of uh, operate as your own mini-entity slash startup. Yeah, wow. And
0: tell me something interesting about you.
1: Uh, <laughs> something interesting about me? Uh, well, I've been here four years. Uh, hmm. My career started off in the oil and gas industry, which oh, wow. is a bit random. Okay. And uh, I think probably the only random exciting thing about me is uh, before all of this in a previous life I uh-huh. used to be a, a DJ <laughs>
0: oh wow a DJ where like on the uh, radio or no
1: I wish I was never, I was <laughs> never that good <laughs> I'm not gonna lie um, no I I uh, you know I did events and uh, parties and stuff in uh, high school university uh, and a bit after university as well
0: neat yeah <laughs> I would have loved to see you DJ. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> do, do these? Do, okay, we're obviously wearing this equipment, the headphones and this microphone. Does it bring back any memories? Yeah,
1: I'm looking at your uh, your little equipment here, and I just want to play with the dials a little <laughs> bit. We go, we go, we go. Something
0: like that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go back to Ultra. Can you explain what is it and why should we be excited about it?
1: Um, so Ultra is our, our newest top tier membership offering within within Revolut. Uh We we launched in June uh, 2023. Product's been live, kind of uh, getting new new subscribers and new members since uh, since then. It's been hugely exciting for us. It's it's a first of a kind uh, subscription offering across such a broad European market, mm. uh, and we're really excited that it's gone live. and And we can see kind of how it's growing since then. It's a different type of travel and lifestyle offering. Uh, so on top of all the benefits that you get with everyday banking and uh, investment products within Revolut, we've really tried to find like a nice uh, balance of, of travel and lifestyle benefits to, to add within that as well. If you're if you're looking at this kind of practically, let's say you want to go on a trip, you you book accommodation like an Airbnb or something with Revolut, uh, you decide for whatever reason you're not going to go, you can get a, a refund fully up to 5,000 um, pounds wow. without cancellation any cause uh, insurance. It's really designed to give the user peace of mind, convenience, and access across the board. If you do end up, you know, going on that trip, if you would have booked your hotels with your Ultra Card, you'd also get ten uh, percent cash back uh, on oh, wow. hotel bookings. And uh, when you when you're actually like traveling in transit, I guess <laughs> uh, you get access to uh, over a thousand lounges globally. You get uh, you know peace of mind when you're actually at your destination. You've got travel insurance. You've got our best FX rates and, and limits as well. Uh, so it's effectively like from a travel perspective, it's just peace of mind, convenience across the board from when you book your trip to actually, you know, being in transit to arriving at your destination. And then, you know, that's just on the travel side. Then you yeah. have the lifestyle benefits. And this is where we really kind of want to do something a bit different with Ultra. So the idea with Ultra is really, you know, your ultimate subscription plan. So one card to rule them all as it was. So effectively, you know, within within Ultra, you get uh, nine additional subscription services to uh, other partner services as well. So uh, you've got Financial Times Premium included at no additional cost within Ultra. You get uh, 20 Class Pass credits per month. Uh, You get three uh, uh, WeWork entries per month as well, Mm. on top of access to NordVPN, Deliveroo, and and a few others as well. So all of those are included at no additional cost. So, you know, whether you're at home or abroad, you can always kind of stay up to date, stay fit, and just live a little bit easier with just one single membership.
0: Can you walk us through, how do you build a product like this? You know, what's the process of designing it and getting it launched or deciding which partners will be the best fit to accompany Ultra?
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, we started off uh, Ultra with just uh, like a idea, an opportunity really, or uh, um, that we could explore a little bit. We started to investigate, you know, who would the user be? What do they look like um, within our existing user base predominantly? And you know what are the things that they're currently using, currently spending money on? Like, how is that behavior? Uh, we ran a lot of surveys to try and understand really what the users wanted as well. And then based on that, we we designed this package offering. We had a list of partners that we wanted to kind of engage with. We, we started reaching out to them, and ultimately brought Ultra together as a, as it is today. So we've got five new products launched as part of it, in addition to the, like the core flows, and also uh, onboarded eleven new partners for uh, for Ultra wow. as well.
0: Yeah, congratulations on, Thanks. on the launch and its success. Yeah, the,
1: the team did an amazing job at, uh, at launching Ultra.
0: You know, when I first heard the term product owner, I thought sales. And in some way, it is connected, right? Because you're bringing a new product into market. But what I've come to realize really is that product owners are creative types that are solving problems and looking for solutions to address some market gaps. You know, how important is creativity as a product owner?
1: Yeah, I think it really uh, differentiates a good product owner from a great product owner. Mm. I uh, I'd be lying if I say creativity is is my personal strong suit, <laughs> but uh, definitely in the team we have people who who kind of bring that to the table, which is which is great. Now, uh, you know, when it comes to when it comes to problem solving, you know, you can you can come up with the most obvious solution, or you get a little bit creative and and try and actually find like the best solution. Mm. And it's it's really that creativity that that pushes you to go the extra mile and not just go with what's the most obvious approach. So you know, definitely, I think it's it's a huge differentiator adding in that creativity element into into the mix.
0: How do you differentiate between what the obvious answer and really thinking outside the box?
1: Coming up with the solutions for uh, for our our products and designing them is really an iterative process. So we start with a problem statement. We gather as much information as we can about the users and you know what they would want. And mm-hmm. it's ultimately all about the users and customer centricity is is like the most important part. And then we, you know, we go through conceptual designs. Uh, we review floor, uh, flows sorry, at, like, different fidelity levels. And, and we get different people in the room, a mix of opinions. And you kind of, like, refine based on that. So you'll get, you know, some solutions coming out which are, like, okay, well, yeah, this this makes sense. It's obvious. But actually, can we challenge it? Can we do more? Mm-hmm. Um, and and when you have, like, different people in the room, I feel like you get, like, more creative ideas coming out from from different places and maybe even unexpected places as well. So, so we go through iterations and we make sure that it's the best solution that we could possibly come up with as, as a company.
0: What I love to hear that you're saying is we, we, and I think that's part of the team atmosphere, right? a Revolut and building something together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, there's no, there's no I in any of these products I and mean, the number of people that are involved in any single launch is absurd. Uh, and as the products get bigger and more complicated, uh, so does the size of the teams that are actually involved.
0: Yeah, yeah, the dream team, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> How do you think that Revolut supports us creative types? I'm going to put myself in there as well, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love it. Um, well, I think Revolut really does foster a, a creative culture. You know, you're always pushed to to be creative. So so it's not an environment that would penalize you for coming up with an outrageous or crazy idea. If anything, you get rewarded for it. And, you know, we have this whole like new bets process at the moment where the idea is that you just submit an idea and, uh, and it's examined to see feasibility, whether it's actually like a, a real problem that we want to solve. Uh, and then if it is, then then you have the uh, flexibility to kind of take that forward. And I think that is a true testament to showing that Revolut is really kind of pushing uh, people to, to think outside the box, to be creative mm. and not be restrained by the products that we currently offer and the features that we currently have, but really kind of go above and beyond.
0: That's great. And how do you think other companies can support their talented creatives as well?
1: I'll send them to Revolut. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, seriously, I think uh, with product, uh, it is like a very creative uh, job. Uh, and so I'm hoping that other companies are, are approaching it similarly, where they actually encourage people to, to be creative and take risks. And um, hopefully that's what they're doing. But I haven't worked in product in other
0: companies, so I don't know. <laughs> no, that's interesting that you say that, because I, I think that sometimes we get stuck in one way of thinking and having a push from the employer really helps to motivate us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, really the the key is like if if you want the people to be able to be creative, then you need to give them the the space and the freedom to fail. Mm. Uh, and if the if if your employees feel like they can't fail, then they're not going to take risks. They're not going to be creative. So you need to give them the space to take those risks. I think.
0: And sometimes we get a block in you know, us creative types. Do you have any tips for overcoming these moments where we may not feel as creative?
1: I mean, personally, I live in a in a creative block. <laughs> basically, <laughs> I'm really not the most creative person out there, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, I think, you know, for me, it's taking a step back, really. I find when I when I like focus on one thing for too long, uh, it really like uh, destroys the way I look at it. Mm. So I, I tend to like take a step back, like whether that's going to the gym or I don't know something, just do something completely different, maybe work on something different, and then come back to it again, uh, give yourself the the freedom to let your brain kind of take a break for a bit. Um, the other thing I, I personally do is like, I'm really not afraid to ask other people for help and advice. So mm-hmm. I will go to other people and be like, hey, look, I'm thinking this. What do you think? Uh, ultimately, I'm the accountable person, but I can get opinions of other people and see what other people think as well.
0: Great. I love that. Are there any other uh, Revolut products that we might see your signature on? Uh, I don't
1: think personally you'll see my signature on anything. Everything we've done is a, is a team effort, I would say. Uh, but uh, as, a, as a department, the products that we own in addition to Ultra is obviously our other subscription services. So uh, our Plus Plan, Premium, Metal. Mm. Uh, so those are kind of products that, that we own within Premium. Uh, I've personally been involved in probably like a lot of the, the last uh, launches. But I'm not, uh, I would never say that, you know, it's my personal signature on any of these things. Of course. Um, we also own Revolut Under 18, which is a kind of separate app for kids. Uh, so kids and teens, in fact, so from uh, 6 to 17-year-olds just before they turn 18 and go to our retail app. And that is probably one of my favorite products in, in the company. It's, it's just a very exciting product, and and we do own that. So that's uh, it's always a fun one to, to work on.
0: What's exciting about it for you?
1: Uh, you know, I, I think there's just a lot of opportunity there to teach kids uh, financial skills. Like, I mm. feel like uh, growing up, I definitely learned a lot of things at school that were pretty useless. Uh, a <laughs> lot of things that were useful, I must say, but a lot of very useless things. Never and,
0: to balance a checkbook. Well, I, I'm exactly. dating myself, but <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Like, uh, you know, how much do you learn about like finance uh, when you're or taxes? Exactly, nothing. Like, n- a kid comes out of uh, out of school, they know nothing about like tax, about ISAs, about savings, about these these different kind of financial elements like mm-hmm. basics really yeah uh and with with the app what we're trying to do is uh, is kind of bring that in uh slowly like we're not there 100 percent. and what what i find very exciting about it is the opportunity to kind of build that out and that's that's kind of what we're trying to do with
0: with revolut under 18. how do you approach each new product differently
1: the the products are designed for our users and users have different needs uh so you know the products themselves may be very different but the way you approach them tends to be the same you you identify a problem uh, you really try and gather as much qualitative and quantitative data as you possibly can, and uh, try and really understand what it is the users want. Um, you know what is the customer pain points that you're trying to solve. Uh, once you've done that, then you design the user journey. You think that through, and then and then you actually like put that on paper as like core flow designs mm-hmm. for for the product. Then once it's been approved from a design perspective, it goes into development. Um, the engineers do a great job of bringing it to life. Uh, We test it extremely thoroughly, and we gradually start rolling it out to our customers so that they can uh, enjoy the products.
0: How long does that process normally take from conception to launch?
1: Um, Honestly, it really depends on the project that you're working on. So Ultra, for example, is one that took us uh, about a year to get from, actually even more than a year to get from concept to full full launch. But uh, if you look at smaller projects that we've worked on, it can take anywhere from, I don't know, like if it's a very small project, maybe a month. Uh, we're, we are like a very fast paced company, but I, I would say typically three months, uh, depending on the size.
0: What advice do you have for other product owners looking to create their next project?
1: Oh, keep it simple. Uh, mm. I think that's that's the most important thing I've learned uh, at, at Revolut. And I think, uh, you know, Revolut's doing a, a pretty good job at focusing on that at the moment. Uh, I've caught myself in in webs of overcomplicating things uh, constantly but the first thing i'm looking for now in every design is you know can we make it simpler uh, is is it like very clear for the users what they need to do uh, do our customers actually like are they going to struggle using this product and if the answer is yes then you should not be working on that
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point to make <laughs> well we can't talk about building a product like ultra without talking about our core values they often inspire us to get it done or strive to deliver a wow experience as you mentioned to our customers so how has Revolut's company culture influenced you on your work?
1: For me, the, the the value that I've always resonated with the most is Get It Done. Even before I joined Revolut, I think that was like a core one for me. Uh, and and seeing that in action in and, and Revolut has just been amazing. Like we are, you know, every week we're shipping uh, improvements to the app. Like the app is is a living thing. It's changing literally every week. And I, I think that Get It Done mindset is, is really clear there. Uh, every project that I've seen at a company level being worked through uh, just the the sheer like execution nature is is unbelievable. Um, but one that I think uh, has that I've personally like developed quite a lot here being in the Revolut environment is never settle. So, you know, I think constantly kind of working on these projects and, and products and, and being challenged by other people in the company constantly has really developed this nature of never settle and also think deeper. Uh, so really like understand why you're doing something and is it the best solution that you could possibly come up with? Uh, so for me, I'm very happy that I've developed that quite a lot over the last four years in this company.
0: These are values that I think anyone can apply in any situation, right? This never settle spirit, really go for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, definitely, definitely applies everywhere in, in life, yeah. in work and uh, any company, frankly.
0: Great. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Insider Views. This podcast is brought to you by Revolut Ultra. Enter a world of exclusivity with the Ultra Plan from Revolut. From world-class travel to supercharged savings, Ultra is your ultimate Revolut experience. Ultra is only available in the UK and the European Economic Area. Turns the subscription fees apply. And we're back on the Revolut Insider Podcast here with Tara Masudi, Partner and General Manager for Premium Products. God, that's a mouthful.
1: Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs>
0: Do you have to write that title out every time?
1: No, not really. I just put uh, general manager. <laughs> oh, that's
0: smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tara general manager. Yep. Oh, I just, I like to add that premium products, you know, it just sounds really, it sounds really she you know. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a, a longtime employee, I'm sure you've witnessed some great company moments. What's been the most memorable from your time here?
1: Ah, uh, God. Uh, do you mean on a project level or just generally speaking? Sure. Yeah, both, both. Okay, cool. Um, I'll start with uh, project level. I think uh, for me, the the most memorable project, uh, hands down, will have to be Project Blue Sky, which was the creation of uh, accounts for Ukrainian refugees during a rough period in Ukraine. And uh, for me, it was amazing to see how the teams came together to actually execute that. And I think we ended up launching in about two weeks. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, you know, the, um, Eric, one of the guys in, in the company came to me saying that they were working on this and that they were planning on launching it within two weeks. And I, I said that he was absolutely insane. There's no way that we can do this. And, you know, he, he put together a channel and it grew, I saw the channel grow from like five people to 300 people wow. within, within a week. And we just had all hands on deck. Everyone knew why we were doing it, mm. why it was important, why it was time sensitive and we just powered through it, got it out, and um, and the the kind of receipt that we well the, it was very well received, let's say, in the market, uh, and it was just incredible to see that happen. So that is, I'll never forget that project. Basically, wow. it's yeah. absolutely my favorite project in in the company. In terms of uh, non project related uh, memories, I think you know I've been here for four years. Uh, I've seen a couple of fundraising rounds, let's say. Mm. And I think the, the one that I remember the most it's 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 a very interesting atmosphere when we go through these fundraises. You've got everyone working like crazy, um, blood, sweat, tears type thing, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and and then all of a sudden you get this validation of okay, high valuation, valuation has grown, investors are believing in you in the mm. same way that you believe in the company. So it's it's a very like humbling kind of moment where you're like, wow, oh, this is this is awesome, like actually paying off. I remember the, the last valuation we had, which was very high, and everyone was really excited, and we had drinks in the office, and, you know, Nick came and gave a speech, and it was just, uh, you know, he was, like, super excited, super proud, and that was all great, uh, but he did, like, end it with, and we're just getting started, so, like, and, you know, we're going to focus on the next thing, and uh, we have so much longer, like, so so many more things that we want to do and it was just like a moment of like oh yeah wait no never settle like really never settle and um and and he like really brought that to life and yeah i won't won't forget that one
0: wow that sounds like a great moment to be part of that was awesome what would you say to other people to incorporate that never settle attitude to kind of get to the next step of wherever they are
1: yeah i think you know in whether it's in in your job or like a specific project or something that you're working on uh it's always like can you do better can it be better can it be bigger in work, especially, I find uh, if you're not kind of challenging yourself, if you're not in, in a position of like slight discomfort, uh, <laughs> then, then you may not be kind of uh, pushing yourself hard enough. Mm. And uh, my advice would always be to not be afraid to be uncomfortable. And really, if you feel like you're not learning uh, in, in, in a position, then, then uh, move. <laughs> okay.
0: <basically. laughs> Talk about moving. I know that we always try to grow at 10x, right? At uh, 10 times the speed. To continue disrupting the financial industry. So when you're not working, the next best thing here at Revolut. What do you like to do in your free time? How do you unwind?
1: Uh, I'm I'm quite boring as a person, <laughs> I'd say. Um, I I like to uh, really just spend time with my friends. So whether that's you know going cafe hopping on a Sunday, just exploring different different parts of London, uh, or it's uh, going to a crazy party for something on a, <laughs> on a Friday night with some friends. As long as my friends are there, you know, I find it kind of a relaxing setting. Uh, So I tend to do that in my free time. Otherwise, uh, you know, just uh, sports, uh, I would say, like, uh, I love skiing in the winter, hmm. summer, tennis. Uh, you know, I've recently started learning how to surf, which is awesome. Wow. Although not in the UK, so. I was going to say
0: uh, <laughs> the Thames. <laughs>
1: no, uh, I've been going uh, to uh, to the Americas for that, which okay. has been great. But uh, yeah, I say all these things, and it makes it sound like I'm really good at all these sports. I'm I'm not good at any of them, but,
0: <laughs> but I do enjoy doing them. So yeah, you would mention going to the Americas, and you live in London, but your accent is not a British accent. Nope, uh, you caught me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell us where you're from?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm from from Iran originally. I've grown up between Iran and Canada. Uh, the accent is very much Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and despite having lived in the UK for the past 15 years, uh, I can't seem to shake off the, <laughs> the Canadian accent.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny because when I go back to LA, people will say that I have an accent. I said, I'm from L.A. And they said, no, you sound like you're from Europe. And I said, I guess because like I've lived in Spain, so maybe it rubs off sometimes.
1: Yeah, I, I get that as well. It's like this weird international accent that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, you start using words and saying things in a way where when you go back, you're not quite, you know, from Canada anymore. But you're also here, not British. So it's 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 a nomadic life. <laughs>
0: are there are there any words that you say that are a giveaway that you live in, in the UK? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, quite. I use that a <laughs> lot. <laughs> Things like that definitely give it away quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being from Canada, do you ever go back and work from abroad? Because I know we have this global ability policy where we can work from other locations for now up to 120 days in a 12 month period. Do you ever take advantage of that?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, my, my family live in, in Canada, so, um, and, and I actually have a lot of friends in, in the U.S. as well. So I tend to extend my Christmas breaks and my summer breaks to stay uh, a month or so uh, on either side uh, within, within North America, basically. And I travel around Canada, U.S. Uh, I, I, I've been doing it since we implemented the policy. It's great. I get a lot of extra time with my family. It's, it's awesome.
0: And also makes that long flight worth it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Rapid fire questions. Okay. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay, coffee or tea? Uh,
1: coffee in the morning, tea during the day. Ah. Uh, with milk? Uh, yes. Both? Uh, little dash of milk, <laughs> if it's black tea. Not with herbal tea, I'm not a monster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, favorite book? Um,
1: brief Answers to the Big Questions, the last Stephen Hawking book, I huh? loved it.
0: Any movie quote that sticks out to you?
1: Uh, uh, Houston, we have a problem.
0: <laughs> Seems relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Top travel destination on your bucket list?
1: Uh, I haven't been to Japan. I really want to go. And part of the reason I want to go is to see the Japan office and Yoko and the team over there. Hey, shout
0: out to Yoko. (laughs) (laughs) Love Yoko. Your morning routine essential.
1: Um, Yeah. So if I'm coming into the office, definitely uh, go to the gym before I come into the office. But uh, I really am not a morning person. So it takes uh, like a a village to get me out of bed in the mornings. So on a weekend, just chill and have a coffee.
0: Okay, since you were a DJ, I have to ask, what is your go-to song to get people up and moving?
1: Yeah, this is going to be embarrassing, but uh, <laughs> I feel like these old school kind of mainstream songs are, are the way to go to really get people up. It definitely never hurts to throw in an ABBA. Um, and if you want to be a little bit more modern, you can go with Backstreet Boys or something. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I was going to say Instinct because, you know, they're making a comeback now. I, so. I'm so excited. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And last question here. If you could swap jobs with anyone at Revolut, who would it be?
1: Uh, That's a hard one. Um, I really like what I do, to be very honest. So I don't think I would want to switch with anyone. I I quite like the department. I love the team. Uh, The only thing I would say is like, if I had the creativity bone, I would love to like see how things happen in the creatives department. Maybe I would learn by being there. I'm not sure.
0: But um, but the creative side looks really fun. Hey, well, maybe there's a spot here on the Revolute Insider podcast for you. Uh,
1: yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, our time is almost coming to an end. So I just wanted to ask you, if, what advice would you give to yourself when you were just starting out in your career?
1: Honestly, it's, uh, it's this idea of pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. Uh, so especially early in your career, if you feel overly comfortable, probably you're not pushing yourself hard enough. So don't be afraid of the... Uh, the scary unknowns and, mm. and challenging yourself outside of your comfort zone a little bit and make sure you're always learning in, in your job and what you're doing. It's super
0: important. I love that. And something for even me to remember as well. <laughs> yeah. For everyone. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Tara, for being here. I really appreciate you no, sharing your time. <laughs> of course. This has been the Revolut Insider podcast. You can click subscribe and follow us on LinkedIn and Instagram at Revolute Insider. Thanks for tuning in to the Insider Podcast, where we explore Revolut's rocket ship from the inside out. Until next time, remember, the sky's not the limit, it's just the beginning. Revolut, change the way you money.